If I have harmed anyone in any way, either knowingly or unknowingly, through my own confusions, I ask their forgiveness. If anyone has harmed me in any way, either knowingly or unknowingly, through their own confusions, I forgive them. And if there is a situation I am not yet ready to forgive, I forgive myself for that. For all the ways that I harm myself, negate, doubt, belittle myself, judge or be unkind to myself through my own confusions, I forgive myself. These lines are from a Buddhist prayer of forgiveness, and I appreciate them so much because they acknowledge the relationship between forgiveness and causing harm. And I think this is such a powerful topic to discuss, how we may be causing harm consciously or unconsciously, and how we might all be deserving of forgiveness from a place of deep self-awareness. I'm Perinaz Shams, and this is Embrace Your Essence podcast. We struggle to forgive for different reasons. Sometimes it's from a place of pride, when we feel the only power we hold over a person or situation that has harmed us is to not forgive. And then we start to build actions and mindsets that keep us bound to that oath that we take with ourselves to not forgive, not to give another ounce of our power away. It can look like holding grudges or resentment when we do this. And probably we all have at some point in time chosen to not forgive another person for something small or something major. The truth is though, when we choose to hold on to harm by not forgiving, we are internalizing the pain that that person inflicted on us. When we internalize the pain, even when we think we are getting back our power or our strength by not forgiving, that pain builds within us. And that has long-reaching impacts on our well-being, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. In the long term, we can become jaded judgmental, and sometimes petty ourselves. We hold on to the pain that was inflicted on us, and when we do, it roots itself so deeply within us to the point that sometimes it cannot be let go. It can never be released. Sometimes we struggle to forgive in situations toward ourselves. When we make mistakes, 
or maybe we struggle to forgive ourselves from a time in life when we didn't know our self-worth, we didn't value who we were, we didn't know our own importance, and as a result we lashed out, or we acted through harmful things like deceit or anger, even violence, which then inevitably causes harm to others. And sometimes, still, we cause harm to ourselves in a more subtle way. And that's through the relationship that we have with ourselves and our own mind. An easy place to start with this is the physical body because the physical body is tangible. We all have a relationship with our physical body. Right now, ask yourself, how do I speak to myself about my physical body? That means your appearance, the qualities of your physical body. It can be specific things or in general. If I asked you to tell me the things about your physical body that you dislike, and wish were different, could you? For most of us, the answer is yes, and we can quickly list off more than one thing that we know we dislike. And sometimes it's hard for us to find the things that we do like, but we know for certain what we wish were different. So if you speak to yourself, think to yourself or act towards yourself in ways that further highlight what you don't like about yourself. For example, standing in the mirror daily, criticizing the fact that you have curves or the way that your eyes are spaced or your height, things that are inherent to you, things that you can't change you are causing harm to yourself. Now, if you know me or listen to this podcast, you know that I don't promote or encourage ignoring what causes you pain and pretending like everything is fine. So I'm not here right now to tell you to just start loving everything about you and to forget about anything that you hope to change. That's not it. In fact, I think that causes harm too because then we are running from the things that we feel and running from our feelings, compartmentalizing, disconnecting feelings from the rest of ourselves causes harm. Rather, I invite you to become aware of the ways you may be inflicting harm on yourself in obvious or in subtle ways. I had a teacher ask me recently, how do you inflict harm on yourself? And as a person who tries to live compassionately and openly, I'll admit I was surprised when I was able to write out a list of the ways in which I cause harm to myself, mostly through expectations that I place on myself 
Sometimes expectations I put on others, hoping that they'll do certain things or say certain things, and then I feel let down. My own mind's expectations cause harm. And it was important for me to recognize that. And then my response to it has been to acknowledge it and take steps on a daily basis to understand that relationship I have with myself more closely. And there's one final aspect of the relationship between forgiveness and causing harm that I think is vital to talk about. Truly, I feel our lives depend on this. And that is when we internalize harm. Again, it can be harm from another person inflicted on us, from a situation, from ourselves. When we internalize pain, our body recognizes it. Our body recognizes that there is something foreign and uncomfortable living within us. And our body, in its own ways, through its own processes, tries to defend itself against those invaders. And that's when we start to see things like disease, illness, chronic illness. You can likely understand the ongoing pain that comes with it, some level of discomfort. And there are physical remedies to it, medical remedies to them. Additionally, there are emotional remedies. Because, as you know, as Ayurveda and Eastern traditions so clearly tell us, no part of our being is separate from another. The physical body is not separate from the emotional body, the energetic body, or our mind. They all have their individual roles, but they must be in harmony with one another for us to be healthy. I worked with a woman at one point who has an autoimmune disease uh, regarding her thyroid. Thyroid is located in the throat. Now, among the various medical treatments and the medical expertise that she seeks and relies upon for her well-being, she's started to explore the emotional component of this chronic illness she has. Some of the ways she feels her voice has been suppressed. Some of the ways she feels she was not able to open the channel between her heart and her mind, and as a result, things have felt stuck. As part of the process of your healing, I invite you to consider the ways in which you are inflicting harm on yourself. and to just make space for that dialogue to occur within you. For those of you seeking 
to explore your relationship to forgiveness, visit my website, www.perinashams.com and find the guided meditation on cultivating forgiveness among the others that are on there. Begin to engage with this in a way that's compassionate and open and trust that healing will unfold. I'm here to help people realize their physical strength and cultivate emotional and spiritual wellness through movement, sleep, and food routines that are sustainable and customized to each individual. If you're interested in learning more, make sure to reach out to us via email or on Instagram.